0: So there's some new rules at uh, Spotify. There's some things that I, and but don't worry. They're not going to us. And they will just keep saying yes. So about these new rules, the Todd Herman show is 100% disapproved by big pharma technocrats and tyrants everywhere. Now from the high mountains of free America, Here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Kind of a rude awakening. Uh, this morning I woke up and read about the new rules at Spotify. Now, I'm not a Spotify creator, Um This show is dedicated to the Lord And he's the creator And I don't know if the rules are just for people Who are, you know, signed up to the Spotify platform We distribute to them And to be frank and honest and fair I mean, Spotify's been really good to us, honestly they've haven't i've to my knowledge they have done nothing mean to us mail chump and you know campaign ruin or in those you know so-called email platforms they did that uh but you know we've we've ranked very highly in spotify podcast when we brought the podcast back or when we took the radio show to the podcast like three weeks in i think we were number 36 on spotify global so it's not like they're they're harming us and i want to give them the benefit of the doubt honestly Um, because, well, I mean, they got to go out and confront the misinformation, don't you know? And
1: um, I've just discovered it yesterday. That's why I wanted to bring it to you now. There's been no mention of this whatsoever
0: on mainstream media. Yeah, so what is it that they need to block? Well, misinformation, disinformation, you know, the stuff that's not in the mainstream media. And, oh, that little piece? And um, I've just discovered it. Yesterday. Yeah, this is stuff that you wouldn't get to hear if the world was to go the direction that Spotify is leaning towards. Now, when I say I want to give them the benefit of the doubt, I do. And what they're describing is they're going to put one of the stupid... Um, you know, uh, viewer listener advisory notes up to because people can't make their own decisions to make sure that you go to a hub where you've got all the government information and all the, all the, the mockingbird media information. But the fact is, when that happens, you don't get information like.
1: And, um, I've just discovered it yesterday. That's why I wanted to bring it to you now. There's been no mention of this whatsoever on mainstream media. Um, at least on the BBC sort of ITV channel four in the UK. And I haven't seen anything on the, on the U S channels that I follow.
0: Yeah. So I'll tell you what that information is. Cause it's pretty tasty information, but uh, I found out about it through one of the purveyors of misinformation and disinformation, Dr. Mercola linked to this, to this video. Now I've followed the doctor that you're hearing there. The British doctor will talk about this, but Spotify's saying that we are not allowed to suggest treatments that might harm people. In other words, you know the stuff that you can have and then live versus the stuff that they can shoot into you and then you get kidney disease and die. I mean that's uh, that's just what the numbers say. That's you know, or you could get the uh, the mRNA. So and you're also not allowed to call COVID nineteen a hoax. Gladly, I've never called COVID nineteen a hoax. I've called the response to a real virus a hoax. A hoax. COVID nineteen is a real virus. The response is a hoax. We talked about that yesterday. And my fear is, of course, that we're going to get banned by the Spotify platform, which would be very harmful to us. So, again, there's other platforms. There's Apple. There's there's TuneIn. There's a whole bunch of other platforms. There's iHeart. um, There's ultimately maybe the fallback position, the Substack. So really, I would ask you, if you don't have a backup to the show, maybe get a backup if you're mainly Spotify, maybe get a backup uh, app like iHeart, something like that. And my experience with iHeart's been good. I know that they dropped the Stu Peters show, but I don't know why. And I want to be fair because I actually, I've worked with iHeart. In fact, (laughs) I got paid a fair bit of money from iHeart for filling in for the the great uh, Rush Limbaugh, God rest him. And my experience with iHeart was absolutely top-notch. And I would tell you if it wasn't. It was it was gentlemanly and, and gentlewomanly and professional and, in fact, caring. And, in fact, I'll tell you this. I've never said this. But when the New York Times wanted to include me in a hit piece about January 6 misinformation, some people I worked with panicked. Um, some people I worked with gave me actually some pretty meaningful advice, which I appreciated. Um, the folks at iHeart just said, "Hey, listen, we've listened to what you said. It's the, the New York Times is is miscoloring this. If you want, if you need us, and you want our PR to back you, we will. And if you need the the Russia show to fight back, we're we're good with that. So, I, I, the iHeart platform has been very good to us as well." But with um, with Spotify making these changes and saying they're going to lead people to this information hub, this creates all sorts of problems because the the information hub in and of itself is misinformation. And of course, so much of this is because Neil Young, and hey, give Neil Young some credit. He lit a fire with his, his fellow pot smokers. And so now the pot smokers have united. Joni Mitchell is part of this. Um, Joni Mitchell is but this is from oh wow this is another purveyor of misinformation alex beretson who's in fact been right about nearly everything related to the so-called pandemic oh spotify i'm not saying that i'm not saying that that the virus is a hoax i'm saying that they changed the rules to make it a pandemic that's something that the world health organization did years ago it no longer needs to involve deaths did you know that it doesn't need to involve deaths Death is no longer part of, it's a pandemic. It just needs to spread quickly. Joni Mitchell, this is Alex Berenson pointing to a Vox article. Joni Mitchell suffers from a disease most doctors don't think it's real. Okay, well, most doctors can be wrong about a lot of things, but this is something that is apparently called Or Yeah, mor- Morgellon's. Morgellons? Man, you know what? I think that the Lord is telling me, you keep making fun of Joe Biden's dementia, pal. Just keep doing it. i'm gonna give you i'm gonna make it impossible for you to to quickly read things morgellon's disease a cousin of delusional parasitis parasitis this is believing you have a parasite so people who take a lot of cocaine apparently suffer from believing there's there's bugs under their skin you remember the movie requiem for a dream do you remember that Gosh, it's a horrible movie. It's a a horrible and great movie. It's horrible and it's filthy. And it's educational and it's frightening and it is far too real. It's about drug addiction. And there's a scene like this where the person's imagining drugs or bugs into their skin. So apparently Joni Mitchell says that the battle with rare Morgellons disease makes her feel like she's being eaten alive. Music icon seems like it's from outer space. And a bunch of doctors, maybe most doctors say that's that's not that's not a real disease. Well, I mean, in the eye of the beholder, right? But she gets to say that. I went to the Spotify platform because I was curious about these changes. And I was curious what sort of stuff I could find under body hacking. And it's Italy. I think body hacking is real. Uh, there's plenty of people, for instance, um, Tony Robbins. Anthony Robbins, the uh, the inspirational speaker, they tried to cancel him, by the way. Remember that? Um, Tony Robbins has this ritual where he wakes up in the morning and the first thing he does is he jumps into a super cold swimming pool. And, you know, he has homes all over the place, so it's a, a specifically very cold, I don't remember, it's like 32 degrees, it's really cold. And he jumps into this salt water and he gets in and he gets out, and he's got this, all these rituals that are body hacking. I believe you can hack your body. So when I started the all fish diet, I started hacking my body. I don't know how? My joint health is insane. I don't get the joint pain I used to get, but I, I looked on the Spotify platform. We've got the cosmic body with Daniel Page. And listen, I'm not judging. I didn't listen. I know that's not true. I listened to one of these and I couldn't get through five minutes of it. Um, Hacking Your Health, Anti-Aging Hacks, Franz Franz Kahn, Anti-Aging Hacks. The Ultimate Biohack, Dr. Brandy Victory, uh, Feminine Fitness, Mind Body Diva, Body Bites, um, Sleeping for Success, Optimal Performance. So are we going to go through all of these? And look for disinformation? I I, I don't think so, because I think this is only related to the precious. And the precious is the mRNA injections, and the precious is the turning of the world towards you only get to go where pharma tells you you can go. That's the precious. Oh, and incidentally, you've probably seen that separate countries like Washington State, the dictator of Washington State, is starting to tip his toe into, we're going to get rid of some of the restrictions. Why? There's an election year. That's uh, No, that's why. That's why everyone's backing off. It's an election year. That's why the people that are backing off are backing off. They've been told by the party, hey, take their go ahead and take your knee off their neck for a little bit. Let them breathe for a little while. Just let them breathe for just a little bit. We'll get it back. Don't worry. November's coming. We can go back on offense. So if you go to J- Jody Mitchell on Spotify, her music, I guess she's taking it down. She's a purveyor of misinformation. By the way, how many people in Hollywood Go through the grapefruit-only diets. My daughter wanted to do one of these ones. you only eat grapefruit? That's it. Um, by the way, that will kill you. You have to have protein and you have to have fats. If you don't have fats, in fact, your brain dies. And how many? <laughs> by the way, are we going to talk about microdosing? No. We're not going to talk about... Wait, Spotify, are you going to talk about the dangers of microdosing? Because it's my understanding that Joe Rogan, insanely successful, smart man that he is, has some things that he obviously hacks his body. Look at him. And look at his physical prowess at the age of 53. But also apparently he he believes in low dosing uh, uh, it, it, low dosing some drugs or micro dosing some like mushrooms and stuff. Okay, Joe Rogan, be Joe Rogan. Are we going to talk about that, Spotify? Or is it just the injections? And if we're going to go through the misinformation and disinformation cleansing phase, let's start with lunatics, as newsbusters call them, like Jimmy Acosta and a writer for The Atlantic. So they're having a discussion, and this writer for The Atlantic is going through a bunch of fiction. The fiction is that a Trump voter is more likely to die from the COVID. Well, okay, let's go through some numbers. Trump voters tend to be older. And what's the number one comorbid factor for dying from the COVID? It's age. What's number two? It's obesity. So you take those elements and overlay it against COVID deaths. Now you have something that's directional. But he's playing this game. Oh, all the Trump counties, county by county, they're the ones that are dying. And then he says this. And by the way, this is, this is, what's Jimmy Acosta? CNN. This is CNN. Are we going to take CNN and and is Spotify going to tag CNN as providers of misinformation or disinformation? So here is these here are these lunatics um, making this comparison: mass human sacrifice. This is like uh, it's so much like the mass human sacrifices in societies in the past, which took place (laughs) in large complex (laughs) empires. People not wearing woke masks because they figured out they don't work. Oops. Oh, man, I probably just got canceled by Spotify. I don't think we're supposed to disagree with the public health authorities. Uh, let me say it this way. Um, Some people are committing suicide by not wearing the woke masks. There. There we go. Fix that. So this guy's calling it mass, mass human sacrifice. As I speak these words this morning, Justin Trudeau, the boy dictator of Canada, who is in hiding because there's truckers. Oh, but but we know the truckers are Russian plants. We know that. So Justin Trudeau tweet, tweeted out this morning that he's got himself the COVID flu But he's fine. He's going to continue to work remotely. He has been injected three times. (laughs) Justin Trudeau has been injected three separate times. He ended his tweet by telling everybody to get injected. When, (laughs) When Jesus walked the earth and was amongst us in human form fully God fully human do you know how many times he talked about blindness and willful blindness John 939 9, for uh, for judgment I've come into this world so that the blind will see and those who will see will become blind and then they asked okay, I'll go through some of these there's 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 probably 30 quotes. Where Jesus talks about blindness and and in metaphorically and literally, but often metaphorically, and, and oftentimes metaphorically after talking about it literally, or after curing someone of blindness, turning to the Pharisees and they say, Well, are we blind too? And Jesus says to them, Well. You know what? You're choosing to not see, so that's going to make you guilty. I'll give you the exact quote later, but this is, this is the point as I'm looking at this from a perspective, the only perspective that matters, which is a godly perspective. Once again, we're watching people who have become blind. They've stared so long at the sun. They've stared so long at the icon of of humanity, of flesh. They've stared so long at the icons of money. They've stared so long at the icons of fame that they can't look at a boy king who has COVID, though he's been shot up three times. Just like Jen Psaki, who is one of the people who is Joe Biden's boss, one of Biden's bosses, Psaki. She was shot up three times. She caught the COVID. That you could look at this. And come back and say we got to we got to block the misinformation coming from Alex Berenson and coming from the Todd Herman show and, and coming from Joe Rogan. Well, it's, it's less Rogan than it is his guests. So, although Rogan had the he had he dared survive the COVID without taking uh, and I shouldn't mention it. You know the Remdesivir uh, run death is death is near that one drug that they stick into people those many times and it it messes with their kidneys. I best not say that out loud. I don't want to run a foul of anything. So what about actual information that is not allowed under the auspices or the pretense of it being disinformation? This presents a problem for these guys. Here's why. Because we were promised things. So I want to know, and I ask this with all respect, and again, I'm not trying to kiss up. It's not going to do me any good to kiss up. I want to be fair. Spotify has been fair to us. They really have. As far as I know, they've not shadow banned us, they've not done anything for us to appear high up on the ratings as we have. So quickly to bring the, the, the you know the podcast back or going straight to podcast, that would indicate to me that they've treated us fairly. Maybe even maybe have given us bonuses. So I want to be fair because I do not want to gossip. And I do not want to lie. Because those are both tools of the devil. But this is a sincere question for the people who have built this very successful podcasting platform. Will you be going back and finding the podcasts that contain these statements from so-called public health officials? And I'm, I mean this sincerely. This is a sincere question for Spotify. Will you be going back on your platform and will you be tagging statements like this? As disinformation I, I know they said it a long time ago but it's still being played and there's still boy kings like justin trudeau who are still pretending all this there's been over a 20 to 1 return if you had put that money into an s p 500 and reinvested the dividends you would come up with something like 17 billion dollars but you think it's 200 billion dollars here yeah you're okay you're not gonna you're not gonna get covid if you have these vaccinations these vaccines are highly, highly effective. Vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. They're really, really good against variants. Everyone who
1: takes the vaccine is not just protecting themselves, but reducing their transmission uh, to other people and allowing society to get back to normal.
0: Get your first shot, and when you're due for your
1: second, get your second shot. Our key goal is to stop the transmission, to get the immunity levels up so that you get almost no, almost no Uh, infection going on whatsoever.
0: When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized. You're not going to be in ICU unit and you're not going to die. If you are fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. Anyone who is fully vaccinated can participate in indoor and outdoor activities, large or small. Without wearing a mask or physical distancing. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. You know, we didn't have vaccines that block transmission. We got vaccines that help you with your health. Yeah, we just pretended they blocked transmission. So it's a sincere and respectful question to Spotify. Are you going to go back through your archives? Are you going to take statements from the so called public health officials that were lies? They knew this. So that's actually disinformation. It's not misinformation. It's disinformation. Are you going to go through, back through your archives and add the content advisory warning to anything Tony Fauci or Rochelle Walensky or Bill Gates or those people said when they were choosing to issue disinformation about the COVID flu? Because that's what they were doing. It was disinformation. So I didn't mean it as disinformation when I said Artesian. Am I the only one who thinks artisan says artesian? <laughs> I'm just remembering. I think I said that in front of my wife once. She, she said, no, nah, artisan. No, it's artesian." She goes, no, it's artisan. And, and it's a little embarrassing when you earn your living or are, you know, working into earning your living again uh, through speaking that you say a word like that wrong. Artisan, 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 artisan. And I'm talking about our new partners um, at Allen's Artisan Soaps. It's not artesian, by the way. I don't. And by the way, the, it, it, you know what it was? I, it was? I was testing people. That was, it, no, I wasn't. I said it wrong. So our new, our new partners at Allen's Artisan Soaps are, fit the exact profile of businesses we want to help grow. The podcast has been growing through your work telling 10 friends about it or sharing your favorite episodes and saying, here's why I listened to this. And, and that's, that's led to some extraordinary growth. We promised we're going to take 10% of revenues, not profits, and we're going to grow the show. And we promised that we would find advertising slots for smaller companies who can't yet afford the big, the big ad campaigns. And I'm so thrilled to do this with my friend John Caldwell and his, his company, Allen's Artisan Soaps. This is a company founded on the right idea from the very, very beginning. John is a very successful marketer. He's a Christian. He's a conservative. He has three boys. Two of his boys are profoundly impacted by autism and have some profound limits on what they're going to do career-wise. But they do not have limits in the eyes of God Almighty. Or, of course, in the eyes of this incredible loving father. So, John, being the marketer that he was, said, what is a solid business my boys can work in? And he researched the soap business and said, you know what? If I were to make soap and make it 100% natural ingredients, if I was to make it in America, if I was to create special scents that are tied to stories and unique moments in life, and if I could do this and not automate then my sons would have work and it would be meaningful work. He's done that with Alan's artisan soaps. So I use the soap. I'm going to continue to use the soap. My very special, my favorite scent is cedarwood jasmine. My wife has her favorite scent. I've got a bar of the vanilla lime I'm going to give to someone else because I want them to experience this. So when you purchase this soap, you're employing two young men. The first time you buy, you're going to get a picture of Alan doing his work. And I promise you, it is so heartwarming. You're gonna get great soaps that suds up, put them on a washcloth. They suds up like they're supposed to. And for every dollar, for a dollar for every bar sold goes this month to the Special Olympics. So you know that. This is another way to help people achieve, people who are differently able to achieve. So here's how you do this and contribute to the show and back a great company that was created for the right reasons. Go to alanssoaps.com. That's A-L-A-N-S soaps. It's very important that you use the code word Todd, T-O-D-D when you check out. Okay. That's Todd, T-O-D-D, Because That's the right thing, right? No, no, no misinformation. And, And it's not artisan. So don't, don't come to me with artisan. It's my fault. When you get to this point of misinformation having been issued, in fact, disinformation, by government authorities, I go right back to this blindness issue. And we'll get to this. And
1: um, I've just discovered it yesterday. That's why I wanted to bring it to you now. There's been no mention of this whatsoever whatsoever. On mainstream media.
0: We'll get to what he's talking um, at about. At least on the BBC sort of ITV yeah. channel. We'll get to what he's talking about because it has to do with the most important disinformation that's been consistent throughout the response to a real virus. Note to Spotify, I recognize that the virus is real. Note to everyone else, the response has been a well planned, brilliantly executed hoax that has nothing to do with healthcare. So I go back to the Lord, Lord Jesus. He cures this guy of blindness and he put mud in his eyes and said, to Go wash in this pool. And the guy was, his sight was restored. Everybody who knew him said, Okay, he can see. His parents said he could see. And some of the religious authorities, the Pharisees, got angry because, <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing curing people on the Sabbath? And that was a consistent theme, and Jesus clearly did this to go at the. You know what they were? Pharisees. They were religious bureaucrats. And that's not to say Jewish people are religious bureaucrats. Far from it. The Pharisees, Pharisees, and Sadducees had taken God's law and turned it into regulatory schemes. You know what? There's a there's a direct corollary to this. Do you remember the um, the Waters of the Americas Act? This allowed bureaucrats to go to pistachio farms outside of Sacramento and determine that tire tracks filled in with water were navigable waterways. I'm not kidding. This no, this no, 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 this is real. Federal employees, bureaucrats, would go out to pistachio farms. They'd drive along the highway and go, oh, look at those tractor, look at the, the tire tracks made by the tractors. And they're filled with water. That's now a navigable waterway. Now the federal government has oversight over that navigable waterway. Navigable by what? Gnats? Frogs? And they use that to effectively seize people's lands. And what the Pharisees and the Sadducees did with God's law, the Mosaic Law, was extended into madness. Like, wait a minute, you can't go around curing people, you can't save lives on the on the Sabbath. What are you doing? Well, the guys, my, my brother's house was burning down. You poured water on her burning house on the Sabbath? You worked on the Sabbath. You broke the law. That's what they did. Here's what we're watching. I think Satan loves this tweak on this. You t- say, let's just take people back through history. So Jesus Christ cured a guy of blindness. The guy went and told people that the Pharisees and and religious bureaucrats got mad and and they they threatened them and they called them names. And you were steeped in sin at birth. How dare you, lecturists? And they threw the man out of the temple where they'd been interviewing him. So John 9, 35 through 41, Jesus heard that they'd thrown him out. And when he found them, he said, do you believe in the son of man? Who is he, sir? The man asked. Tell me so that I may believe in him. Jesus said, you have seen him. In fact, he's the one speaking with you. And the man said, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped him. And Jesus said, for judgment I've come into this world so that the blind will see and those who will see will become blind. Some Pharisees who were there heard him say that and asked, what? Are we blind too? And Jesus said, if you were blind, you would not be guilty of sin. But now that you claim you can see, your guilt remains. You know what I did. You watched me heal the blind. You heard what I said. You're choosing to ignore it. You have put yourself into a sin state. Choosing to ignore what has gone on on a global basis, in spite of all the evidence at our fingertips, it's not a sin because it's temporal, but it's deadly. And the key piece of disinformation in this is now and always has been how deaths are counted. There's a report based on a Freedom of Information Act request that a gentleman is going to go through. He'll take you through this. His name is Dr. John Campbell, and he's looked at these data. What you're going to hear in this will match up with what you've heard on this program about the PCR tests and other programs about the P- about the PCR tests. We'll get to that. Also, a woman wrote me a really heartfelt note. Um, she feels really hurt by the program. She loves the program. I mean, she's very kind, but she feels really hurt by the program. So I'm going to do what I can through truth and grace, as, as little of both as I have. To try to mend the bridge here, on a on a listener email, hope to mend the bridge. Hey, honestly, this I know this is going to sound counterintuitive. This is the time that it might be really, really helpful. I don't know. I'm 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 a torn mind on this. But part of me thinks it would be really helpful to go to Spotify now and rank the podcast really highly. Part of me, the scared part of me, says duck and cover. You know what? Last time I I, I played duck and cover. God said, okay, well, you can do that. That's fine. If you've determined that that evil forces are more powerful than I am, by all means, duck and cover. I would suggest that we go boldly before the throne and we ask the Lord to protect the podcast. And it's not me. Bring another host in. Bring in another clay pot. Honestly, I am immaterial to this. There's a hundred people. Well, no, God could have anyone do what I'm doing. If he snapped his fingers, anyone can do it. But it's more about can a platform with God at the center and politics on the edges survive and thrive. And so far God has seen to it that it's doing both and that was part of introducing you and I. It's a God thing, I think. That's why we're here together. So I do think this is a good time to go boldly into into Spotify, rank the program really highly and say I am going to continue to support this program no matter what platform it's on. If that's what you believe, You know, if it's you listen once in a while and it's fun or background noise, please don't do that. But if you firmly believe that, please do do that. And on the podcast platform of your choice. The PCR tests are the nicotine of the COVID scam. And so to the Spotify sensors, I'm not saying that the COVID is a hoax. That's a real virus. The response is a hoax. The PCR use of the PCR test in this unintended way, because it's not what the inventor intended with this that's that's hoax like here's how here's how it's like the nicotine nicotine was the key and is the key addictive substance that keeps people sucking on cancer sticks and my dad did it most of his life I've got friends who smoke I'm not here to be your judge there's things I do I should clean up in my life I'm not here to be your judge I wish you wouldn't smoke and if you do I'll pray that it doesn't affect you in the way it does many people but we have those 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 um, those tobacco executives go in front of Congress. No, sir, I do not believe that nicotine is addictive. Uh no, sir, I do not believe that nicotine is addictive. Uh no, sir, I do not believe, Senator, that uh, that 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 nicotine is addictive. Well, they all knew it was addictive. Everybody there knew it was addictive. Just as I believe, I know, I know, tangent alert. You know what? I need to create a tangent alert. Just as I believe that people in the food processing business know that high fructose corn syrup is addictive. Why else shoot it into chicken breasts? Just makes people hungry. Wants to make them eat more diabetes in a box. Retracting the distraction alert. The PCR test is the same. Uh, no, Senator, I do not believe that uh, ninety that 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 ninety five percent false positives is a bad thing. Well, I would say when you are attempting to frighten the society uh, into bending to your will, so that they will inject themselves with something that the CEO of Pfizer and and the CEO of Bayer correctly called gene sequencing technology, I, I think it's okay to lie at that point because. People need to be purchased on the cheap. And if you don't lie, it costs more. Something like that, Tony. So the PCR tests have been that in this hoax response to a real virus. This doctor is going through a series of of Freedom of Information Act requests from the UK. And we were playing this here
1: tease. And um, I've just discovered it yesterday. That's why I wanted to bring it to you now. There's been no mention of this whatsoever on mainstream media, um, at least on the BBC sort of ITV Channel 4 in the UK. And I haven't seen
0: anything on on the US channels that I follow. All right. So what he and, and the reason that he's making that point is because this is monumentally important. He goes through three statistics. There's uh, three numbers of deaths, depending on what is slotted under those numbers. And he does this first. Positive tests,
1: 152,872. And then where COVID-19 is mentioned on the death certificate as a contributory factor to death, 174,000. So I've already got three different figures, but now we've got a fourth. And this fourth figure is, is just a little over 17,000 deaths. And um, i, I I'm doing this as a single video because I'm still processing this information. It's really quite, it's really quite profound. Now, this is from a Freedom of Information request. Deaths from COVID-19 with no
0: other underlying cause. See, they never clarified this. And this, I, I, this is another question for the people at Spotify. And again, it's, I, I mean this respectfully. Because I I want to be fair. I believe Spotify has been fair to us. I love the fact that Spotify has not canceled Joe Rogan. They've removed some of his episodes. I don't love that. Uh, I don't love that they're cozying up to the party. uh, That makes me very, very nervous. But before we get to the doctor and what those numbers mean in the UK, because what it means is it's a dreadful they've done to lie about the number of people who died from covid i'm going to again respectfully ask spotify this question are you going to go back and mark well i guess you're not marking disinformation and by the way spotify thank you for that not calling it disinformation or misinformation are you going to go back and put your contextual warnings On statements that Rochelle Walensky and Tony Fauci and Bill Gates and the disgraced IHME and Wolf Blitzer and Chris Cuomo and CNN and Joe Biden and Jen Psaki and Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy and every other shiny shoe. When they when they quote the number of people who've died from this disease, are you going to go back and mark? and provide contextual information that no, this many people did not die from this disease because even Rochelle Walensky backed her way into admitting this, but she inserted in this a clever little micro lie. Do you know how many of the 836,000 deaths in the U.S. linked to COVID are from COVID or how many are with COVID, but they had other comorbidities? Do you have that breakdown? Um, yes, of course, with Omicron, we're following that very carefully. Our death registry, of course, um, takes a few weeks to uh, and it uh, takes a few weeks to collect. Um, and of course, Omicron has just been with us for a few weeks, but those data will be forthcoming. So she's admitting there's a difference between what what versus with. She's admitted that Tony Fauci has said the same thing. He specifically said it about kids. He specifically said it in my judgment because there was an election time coming because they don't want Joe Biden hit with being slow on the COVID. So Fauci was asked, hey, what about these kids? Are they dying from or with COVID? In fact, he wasn't even asked that question. He voluntarily pointed out that kids who go into the hospital for a sprained ankle And end up getting tested for COVID and they're COVID positive or kids who sadly die from something. They've got a bunch of comorbid factors and they die and they test positive for COVID. He said they are rolled into the COVID positive numbers. I slowed this down just for emphasis. They get counted as a COVID hospitalized individual. Right. So, again, to Spotify, since you're going to go through misinformation and disinformation, you've got these rules. You're going to put these contextual warmings up. You're going to have your COVID information hub. Your COVID information hub, with all due respect to Spotify, is going to be run by people like Fauci and Walensky who change their story with whatever they need to be able to believe or say or claim or promote. Okay, I'm asking you to stop being blind. With all due respect, I'm asking you to open your eyes at Spotify and see what's actually happening. Because I, again, this came from, it was pointed out to me by Dr. Mercola. He's he's supposedly a, a purveyor of dis and misinformation. And yet this is taken directly from public data. It's a Freedom of Information Act request. So he's gone through the numbers, the basic numbers. Then he got to COVID only deaths. No comorbid factors. This is a healthy person caught COVID and died, and he follows that up here. Where COVID-19
1: was the only cause of death on the death certificate, therefore we can assume that the people didn't have comorbidities. So that's for 2020. The total deaths was uh, 9,400. Not uh, to 64 was 1,549. Over 65s was 7,851. And actually the average age when we take all these together, for, for, for the whole figures of combined, the average age was about 81.5 years or, or, or thereabouts. So
0: he's talking about two areas in, of England. When it goes countrywide, it's not 174,000 deaths. No, pardon me. It's not 137,133. It's 17,371 January 2020 and the end of September 2021 in England and Wales, it's 10% of what they claimed. That's not to say that the people didn't have COVID in their systems, but the PCR test cannot tell the difference between active COVID and non-active it can't tell the difference, in other words, between an active infection or, and something you had and overcame. It doesn't know the difference. It could be six months ago, and Rochelle Walensky has admitted this. So again, to Spotify and these other platforms, are you going to choose to operate in blindness? Truly, is that what you're going to do? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I guess this popped into my head, so I'm gonna assume it's a godly thought. Ah, boy, I feel fair afraid about this. Do you think we should share this episode with Spotify? I'm gonna leave that. (laughs) We pray about that. We pray about that. Whether we should, uh, we should check this or share this episode with Spotify. I think I've been respectful. And incidentally, I have great concern for their platform. And for Substacks, and, and frankly, Twitter had all sorts of promise. So did Facebook. They all had all sorts of promise. But people are catching on, guys. Next hour, we're going to talk about the fact that Joe Biden. <laughs> I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to make fun of his dementia because I can't say the word artisan. Joe Biden has lost the race card. Just misplaced it. Well, I mean, to be more precise, what he's done is he's burned it, burned it. You light cocaine enough with a hundred dollar bill. Pretty soon it's not a hundred dollar bill anymore. In fact, you snort cocaine with a hundred dollar bill effectively. Eventually, I guess it what bleaches out the hundred dollar bill. Is that what I've heard? They've been rolling up the race card and snorting the stuff into their beaks now for 10 years. And it's finally the, the effect is finally wearing off, which is why they've switched tactics to now it's conspiracy theory. So we're going to talk about that next hour because even even Democrats are on to Biden and the Supreme Court and Americans overall hate what Biden is doing with the Supreme Court. It's going to be a black woman. In in fact, the math on this—you know what the math is—the people at Legal Instruction did basic math on this. He's talking about seven percent of American society, but it's not even that. It's not even it's not even that exclusive. I will make the argument next hour that Joe Biden's pool of potential Supreme Court nominees represents less than less than half a percent of American society. And it already does. It might even be less than that. So we'll talk about that next hour. I got a note from a woman and it's meaningful to me because she shares something in common with my daughter. And I want to try to build a bridge here. And I, I want so much to be involved in uniting people. And I believe the way to be united is under the word of God. I believe he's our banner. I believe if we all, particularly as Christians and everyone, we want to be Christians, which is everybody. That if we will unite under the things that, that, that bring us closer to God things that are salvation based right if we don't get into small arguments as christians but we instead get fully united united on the things that that will get us that will get us close to the lord that will redeem us redemption issues then we can have friendly discussions about non-redemption issues i believe that's the uniting because we're not going to unite the world The world is never going to be united. You can sing as many songs. We are the world. Yeah, we are. But it's never going to be united because the enemy is here dividing. He's the ultimate and a first politician. He wanted to divide Adam and Eve. He wanted to divide Adam and Eve from God. He wanted to divide the families, the countries, well, the tribes, the countries, the globe. That's what he wants. He loves it because it creates war. It creates hatred. It creates, you know, worship of the flesh, all these things. So where it's possible, I do want to be a uniter. And and this, to some of us, this is a very small issue. To others, it's a really big issue. I did an episode recently. And as part of that episode, I mentioned the fact that in God's world, there is plentitude. There's no, my my wife makes this point all the time. There's no shortage there. uh, God has created plentiful resources for us. Right? We have seeds that can grow food. We have fish that regenerate unless they're Monsanto Frankenfish. And Monsanto is a uniquely evil company. I, I believe they're evil. No, not not misled, evil. Um, grains regenerate. Staple crops regenerate once again, unless it's Monsanto. And then you have to license the seeds to be able to grow them every year. And again, that's evil. You take a base food and you make people license it from you, you're evil. Sorry, Uh, and if you work for Monsanto, I love you, and I wish that you would not work for Monsanto. So, to some people, this is a small issue. I was talking about Bill Gates inventing shortage. Doing the same sleight of hand with the food supply that they did with the COVID or they tried to do. What they tried to do with the COVID was invent shortage. The only way to get saved is the mRNA injections. There's no therapeutics. There's no vitamin D. There's no vitamin C. There's no going outdoors. There's no don't be as, uh, you know, try not to be obese if it's possible for you. There's, there's none of that. There's, there's, there's no get exercise. There's none of that. There's no therapeutics. There's no, none of that works. There's no age stratification. You've already had it. There's no such thing as natural immunity. It doesn't exist. You don't have an immune system. There's no such thing as herd immunity unless it comes from pills. They we invented shortage. You had to have the mRNA to live. To take the, the face diaper off. You had to have the mRNA. They invented shortage. They're the only ones who had the ticket. Bill Gates is doing with the with this this with the food supply. Going up and becoming the number one owner of lands in the United States at the same time as he's using his bulk at Microsoft. He's still the top shareholder at Microsoft to turn Microsoft into a carbon buying entity, a completely made-up product. Like, what's the other things they make up? Oh, genders. They just invent them. And then they get you to pay for them, which is what they're doing. Same thing with the Pfizer thing. They made up, they called an mRNA injection a vaccine. They force you to pay for it. Bill Gates has his company buying up carbon. And they pay less money for carbon from a cattle ranch than from a soy farm. Is it different carbon? No. It's the same carbon. It's the same chemical construction. Why does he pay less? Because he wants fewer beef farms. Why? Because Bill Gates is one of the investors in the Impossible Burger and things like that. Because he wants to invent shortage. He wants your so-called meat to come from 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 him. And it's invented meat, fake meat. So a dear lady wrote me a note And I really appreciated it because she has something in common with my daughter. And she wrote to me and started off with Todd. I love you, man. And that's a good way to get my attention. (laughs) I love you, man. Her name is Amelia. And here's Amelia's note. And I hope to be able to bridge this gap here uh, between us because I value Amelia. Todd, I love you, man, but you're so wrong on the impossible burger. Here's the protein in the ingredients. And she, lists, she takes me to fastfoodnutrition.org. And if I go to fastfoodnutrition.org, with all due respect to my friend, Amelia, it's exactly what I said it was. It's not a protein. There's protein in it. But protein is the minor source. The biggest thing is fat. The second thing is Carbohydrates. So when I was speaking personally, that doesn't work for me. The macronutrients are off. I need something that is a protein. We determine what foods are macronutritionally by the predominant macronutritional value. More to the point. If you want to know what is not right, it is factory farming. They mistreat God's creatures for love of money. These poor creatures are sacrificed to the idol of money. And on the health front, estrogen is dominant in these poor creatures. Please stop misleading people on this. Francis of Assisi would be ticked. So would the founders of the Salvation Army along with John Wesley and others. Please, Todd, don't be like some of the um, ignorant talk show hosts with vegetarianism. It makes you sound like a prejudiced person who has not done this homework, just like the left does. Come on, you're way better than that. I appreciate your show, but your statement on a vegetarian burger is way off, just way off and not correct. Don't be like the left and just assume garbage. Being vegetarian should not be left or right. It's straight up to God. Thanks for listening. I appreciate your show. Just don't be like one of the blasphemed Christs and possibly turn people from Christ because of ignorant statements, ignoring the poor creatures being tortured in factory farming. Take the higher road. If you want to get on something, get on the murder of the unborn for Pete's sake. Amelia from Orlando. Amelia, I, I appreciate the note. And in point of fact, I have seen some of the most horrific things done on family on, 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 on factory farms. And there's a bunch of people who listen to the show who are factory farmers. And I don't believe that one size fits everyone in this. And I want to try to close the gap on this, Amelia, with a personal note. Hey, if you have a business that is not getting the respect it deserves from Google, that is, the search results are way off, returns are way off, that you should be coming up higher. Or if you have another company that has sort of camped out on your name and their search results come up higher or you've recently changed your address or like many people, you've moved your business from a communist country to a relatively free country like Idaho and Google doesn't let reflect those changes. My good friend, my brother, my, my friend in this show, the guy who keeps the wheels on the tech stuff, Dave the Digital will help you. He's an expert at search engine optimization. He has a team of people who will get with you, analyze the problem, figure out where you need to be in search. They will go through and some suggest changes to your website, to your content strategy. And if that's something you want to hire them to do, that is change the website to help you with content, they'll do that. Okay, their goal is to make sure people find you and that Google gives you the respect you've earned. And then this way you pay Dave the Digital a Christian conservative man in an industry dominated by atheist liberals you pay him not google okay so the way to get in touch with Dave the digital get your get the the respect you earn from the google search engine go to greenhaveninteractive.com that's greenhaveninteractive.com I have um I'm thinking now of my friend Jason who listens to this podcast and I'm thinking of a bunch of friends who listen to this podcast and I'm thinking of Clyde and Clint and and a bunch of people who are farmers and their love of their animals. And I've talked to people in farming who say, no, I, I never ever get used to harvest day to slaughter day and people who take it very, very seriously to do that in this as painless way as possible, as quick as possible with as little fear as possible. Um, and taking a life is a very serious thing. You, 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 it is. It's, it's the end of something. Um, and so, Tamilia, to, to your point, there are people in, in factory farming who try very hard to do that in an ethical way. And there are people who are brutally cruel. And I agree wholeheartedly with you. Cruelty and torture has no place in any Christian's heart. Be it to, to any of God's life forms at all. And to your point about being a vegetarian and being a way to God, I don't see that in scripture. And I'm sorry that we disagree on that. I hope that we agree on the redemption issues. But here's something that just struck me with your note. Um, One of the people I love the most in the world is um, a vegan. My daughter is a vegan. And it's a very, very difficult way to live. And I support her in that because it's her decision. I mean, she's in her late teens. It's her decision. I support her in it because it is a principle upon which she's landed and she acts within. She's not a hypocrite. She doesn't own leather. She doesn't buy leather. She lives in this lifestyle and she's grown out of shaming people. And, and instantly, I mean, I didn't feel shamed by your note. I appreciated the note. To the people who can't relate to Amelia on this at all or to my embrace of this, I do believe God's creatures have a, a, a reason and a purpose in our life. They are the least of these in some ways. They're not human. They're different. And we can debate whether or not they have souls and whether or not they will be animals in heaven. I happen to think there will be. Do I have a scriptural reference for that? Only that I read that heaven comes down to earth and I don't see God just saying, hey, let's get rid of all these things that give us such pleasure. I talked to a young lady who was also vegan and loved animals. And after her trauma that she went through, she's constructed a life filled with animals. And it is her goal to have an animal sanctuary. And I asked her, what is it about animals that so appeals to you? And she thought that, about that for, for several months. One day she came to me and she said, hey, you know what? I figured it out. And I said, what is it? She said, I didn't know what was happening to me when I was being abused. I didn't understand it. I, I couldn't put words to it. I just know it felt wrong. But I couldn't even begin to tell my parents about it because I couldn't put words to what was being done to me. And I'd always been treated so kindly. Everyone I'd known had ever always cared for me. Adults were the people who tickled me or gave me food or hugs or sheltered me when I was scared. And to have an adult do those things to me, I wanted to believe it was caring. Because it couldn't occur to me that adults would harm. And yet I felt so sick. My animal friends can't verbalize their fear. When there's a loud sound and My puppies come running to me to hide under me. They don't know that the sound is just pots and pans crashing. They just know that their body feels a spark of fear. They want to preserve their lives. And so they run to me. I never want there to come a time where an animal sees me as anything other than the person who protects, feeds, feeds plays with, and loves. And I think that's why I identify with animals. And when she spoke those words, I thought she was speaking directly to me because we'd been standing alone in the hallway at this care center. And I just smiled and said, that is just beautiful. And then I kind of looked around me and there were a whole bunch of people listening most fundamentally and most importantly her mother who had welcomed into her life the stepfather who had abused that girl and they went into this therapy room because of what her daughter had discovered through some of God's creatures I do think they're here for a reason, Amelia. And I believe you are as well. Thank you for the note. Coming up, Joe Biden has just burned the race card. Over limit. Talk about that next. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well. Be strong. Be kind. And as always, please be right with God.